praise the name of the Lord. Our God is good. It is another opportunity for me to come into your homes and your offices today. And it is my prayer that what God wants this word that is coming at this moment to accomplish in your life shall be accomplished in the name of Jesus Christ. We give God the glory. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another blessed day as this. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the life of that woman listening to me now, for the life of that young man listening to me now, for the life of that person that needs healing that is listening to me right now father i give you praise i give you glory i give you honor that this word that is coming out this evening will bring complete transformation of their spirit soul and body in jesus mighty name let me decrease that you may increase through me in jesus precious name i have prayed amen it is another privilege for me to share the word of god today I want to take my reading from the book of Genesis chapter 32, Genesis chapter 32, and I am speaking on something that I titled Effective Prevailing Prayers. Effective Prevailing Prayers. It is important for us to know that prayer is not effective until answers are recorded prayer is not effective until results are released you cannot be declared a champion if you have not run the race and win the race so prayer is not prayer until it has yielded desired result or result that complements the will and the purpose of god in the life of the person who offered the prayers. I want to read from the book of Genesis, chapter 32, from verse number 9 to 12. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and all the truth which thou hast shewed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hands of my brother, from the hands of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Verse 12. And thou said, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sun of the sea which cannot be numbered for multitude holy spirit come and deliver your word to your children in jesus mighty name one of my greatest prayer principle is prayer must not be methodic prayer must be dynamic prayer must not be methodic in the sense that prayer must not have a guideline set up by man in order for it to become effective. Prayer must be dynamic in the sense that prayer must be led and controlled by the Holy Spirit. When a man or a woman, a child of God, is filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit takes over the leading of the entire aspect of his or her life. 
prayers included. The Holy Spirit instructs him on the type of prayers he should pray in order for him to meet the heart of God. Every prayer that meets up with the will of God must receive an answer. There are several prayers that have been prayed every day, but it is not every prayer that is prayed that received answer. So that is why I want to extensively open your eyes to what you can do to make your prayer as effective as possible. Hallelujah. In every church, in every organization, in every Christian family, prayer is an integral part. Prayer is an important part of our church. Prayer is an important part of our family and prayer is an important part of our Christian society. A Christian society that prayer is not included. It is just a gathering. It is my prayer tonight that God will grant us wisdom as we learn under the feet of Christ. In our daily devotions, prayer is an important part. In our daily work with God, I know that prayer is a very important part of our life, especially in most of our homes. We wake up in the morning the first thing we do is we talk to God, we commit our days into the hands of God and then during the day we set time apart for a quiet time and if our work will not allow us to pray during the day, we find time during the evening or even at midnight to pray. There are several types of prayers that has been written down by men in several books. Well, I have my approach to so many things, so many doctrines, especially when it comes to doctrines that concern man and God and his relationship with him, I believe strongly that our relationship with God must be dynamic. Our relationship with God must not be determined by another man. It is important for us to know that God has come to reveal himself to individuals through the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of his son Jesus Christ. Even pastors are supposed to teach the dynamism of the word of God. And Holy Spirit is the dynamics of God in the Christendom. So we need to understand that prayers that are methodic, prayers that are determined by the rule of man, might find it difficult to receive answer from God. In order for us to have effective prevailing prayers. Our prayer must be that of a dynamic type, not a methodic type. That is one of my greatest principles. Prayer, we need to understand, it is what keeps us together with God. Prayer is what keeps us together with God. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is more of a relationship. And one thing to cement our relationship with God is our prayer. Prayer is also a fellowship with God. When we pray, we are fellowshipping with our Father. When we pray, we are communing with our Father. Prayer is also communing with God, having conversation with your Heavenly Father. That is prayer. When prayer is like this, then the prayer have 100% chance to become a dynamic prayer. And once a prayer is dynamic, it must receive an answer. When you view prayer as a means of daily communication with God, just as I communicate with my earthly father and I communicate with my earthly mom and I communicate with my earthly friends, communication between we God's children and our father must be dynamic. I do not need to follow a 
particular lay down method in order for me to talk to my dad. I do not need to follow a particular lay down principles in order for me to approach my mom and tell my mom what I need. I do not need to follow a particular lay down method and lay down rule by men in order to communicate with my friends, my best friends and my family members. We need to get to a level in our relationship with God where we are able to see God as our heavenly father, the greatest father of all, the, the one who put himself, he put his personality in our earthly parent as a type of who he is and our communication must be dynamic with him we need not to follow any man's method when the disciple came to jesus and asked him to teach them to pray jesus told them the kind of prayer jesus does not compare them to make that prayer a method what jesus is trying to teach his disciples is that our prayer must contain thanksgiving our prayer must we, we must be grateful in our daily work with god our prayer must be thankful must be a prayer of worship and it must be a prayer of supplication and a prayer of request in each prayer that we we gather to make worship devotion Telling God our need must be part of it. And that is what makes our prayer a dynamic one. Prayer is also depending on God. In my work with God for over uh, 19 years in, in ministry, I have gone to understand that prayer is not just when you open your mouth and ask God for something. An act of dependence of God can be looked at as prayer. An act of dependence on God. In your heart of heart, in your soul of soul, you are always channeling every of your need, every of your plans, every of your desire to God. The book of Proverbs made us, chapter 3, made us to understand that in all our ways, we must acknowledge Him. So when you acknowledge God, I see it as an act of devotion. And once it's an act of devotion, prayer is an act of devotion. So sometimes when you have a devoted life and you have total dependence on God, it can be viewed as an act of prayer. Prayer is also the intercourse of our soul with God. Not in contemplation or meditation, but in direct address to God. Prayer is the intercourse of our soul with God. Prayer is the fusion of our earthly need to God. Prayer can be oral communication. Prayer can be mental. Prayer can be a, a simple meditation, a silent communication. Prayer can be occasional. Prayer can be constant. Prayer can be ejaculatory. Prayer can be ejaculatory in the sense that spontaneous. Yes, prayer can be spontaneous. And the spontaneity of prayer is what makes it dynamic. Meaning, I can be in a, in a bus or I can be driving and the Holy Spirit is putting it on my, on my mind in need to intercede and to pray for somebody. At the moment, I do not need to close my eyes at that time. While I'm driving, I can communicate with God. I can pray to God. Why? in silence at the same time doing what I am doing. So that is what makes it spontaneous. Prayer can also be formal. Prayer is beseeching God. When we look at the book of Exodus chapter 32 verse 11, you can take note of that and 
go through it. Prayer is also the, the outpouring of our soul before the Lord. We saw that in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 15 where Hannah who had suffered a lot of ridicule from the hands of the people around her went to the altar, started communing with God, silent communication with God and the, the priest thought she was drunk because the priest could not hear what she was saying. So he concluded that the woman had gotten drunk. But God listened to the hearty desire of Anna and a prayer was granted. Jesus also said, sometimes when you want to pray, shut your door and go to your closet and pray in your closet. Your heavenly father who sees in secret will answer you in public. Jesus is not saying that all the time we need to lock ourselves up in the room. But what Jesus is trying to say at that moment is that prayer must be a dynamic prayer. Prayer must be, must be a communication, a direct, a genuine, and a genuine communication between you and your Heavenly Father. Prayer can also be seeking God and making supplications and intercessions on behalf of people. And prayer is also drawing near to God. An act of having a desire to have the fullness of God in your life can also be viewed as an act of prayer. Now, here is the truth that it is that I want you to understand today. It is not every prayer that is prayed that will receive answer that is the fact that i want you to know it is not every prayer that is prayed that we receive answer we have we have seen in several times where thousands of people gathered and the presence of god comes down and four people are giving testimonies it does not mean that the rest of the the people has not been touched by god but there is a way god operates there are so many people praying uh, millions of prayers have been prayed daily. People are asking God for their needs. It is not every prayer that is receiving answer. It is not every prayer that we ever receive answer. That is the fact I want you to know. Because a prayer will be answered based, it will be answered, it will be heard, it will be answered based on its acceptability and consistency to God's principle. Prayer will be accepted. Prayer will be listened to. It will be accepted. It will be answered based on his acceptability to God and based on his consistency to the word with the word of God. If you are praying outside the will of God, you don't expect God to answer the prayer. If you are praying for something that will destroy you, you don't expect God to answer the prayer. If you are praying against the purpose of God for your life, you don't expect God to answer your prayer. Those are the things that can make our prayer unanswered. I'll be giving you deeper details about the reason why some prayers will never receive answer. So in order for us to have effective prevailing prayers, effective life of complete resort-based prayer, we must learn to pray according to the will of God for our life. Now, in order for prayer to be heard, what are the things that you need to do? In order for your prayers to be heard, what are the things that you need to do? The, the first thing, your prayer must be in accordance with the will of God. First of all, whatever you are praying for must be in accordance 
with the will of God. Your prayer must be acceptable with God. Your prayer must correlate with your desire must correlate with the will and purpose of God for your life. That is why in every aspect of our work with God, the first thing we need to first discover is our purpose for living. It's our purpose. If you don't discover your purpose, you'll be praying wrong prayers. Once you have discovered your purpose, you, you, you have a sense of direction, automatic sense of direction. Discovering of your purpose helps you to escape certain decisions. It helps you to escape certain mistakes and it gives you a sense of direction. Once you have that sense of direction, you, you, your prayer is, is, is centered around your purpose. It is automatic. Once you know that God wants you to be in ministry, you, your prayer, your mind begin to direct your prayer to ministry. If you, once you discover that it is the will of God for you to be a medical doctor, your mind, everything will be channeled towards that dimension. So you need to understand first the purpose of God for your life in order for the prayer to become effective. Once you understand the purpose and the will of God for your life, then it is easy to pray acceptable prayer in the sight of God. You can look to the book of Hebrew chapter 10 verse 22. Let's 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 look at the book of Hebrew chapter 10 verse 22 together. What does it say about this particular one that our prayer must correlate with the will of God. It must be acceptable by God. Hebrew chapter 10 verse number 22. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our body washed with pure water. So when we have our hearts sprinkled with the blood of Jesus and our conscience is washed with a, with a, with a, with a spring of, of life, the Holy Spirit, we, we are bound to pray prayers that are acceptable to God. Our, our mind, spirit, soul, and body is blood washed and our life is being controlled by the spring of life, which is the Holy Spirit. We are bound to pray prayers that correlate with the purpose and plans of God for our life. In order for your prayers to be heard, we must also have genuine reasons, genuine reasons, genuine motive, genuine purpose of the prayer that you are praying. The prayer that you are praying, are you praying it to glorify God? Are you asking God what you are asking him for so that you'll be able to glorify God in his life? Or you are praying to satisfy your fleshly desires? I imagine someone who is already married. He is already married and he found another lady and he goes to God to go and pray, Father, help me so that this lady can accept me for me to commit fornication or adultery with her. God can never answer such prayer. Imagine somebody praying to God for him or her to be able to kill somebody successfully without being discovered. God will never answer such a prayer. There was a man, a, a man who was owing somebody for a very long time and he did not want to pay. So he, he, he borrowed money to go to the mountain to go and be praying against the person he borrowed money from. Say, Father, let let him forget the money I borrowed from him so that I will not pay him. God doesn't answer such prayers. At the end of the day, the devil deceived him 
to make him believe that God has answered the prayer. At the moment of his dear need, that is when the, the creditors came to collect their money. He almost lost his head. You cannot pray against the purpose of God. You cannot pray against the word of God. Every desire that does not go in line with the word of God cannot receive answer. Amen. Your prayer must be offered to God with worship, with devotion. With devotion, not with pride, not with anger, not with bitterness. God is not our age mate where you get angry with God because he has refused to answer your previous prayer. Then you approach him with anger as if you are angry with God. Our prayer must be prayed in total reference to God in order for that prayer to be acceptable before the sight of God. Our prayer must be prayed with humility, with meekness, with humble heart, with humble soul, with humble desire, asking God to allow his will to be done in our life. Jesus had a purpose and his greatest purpose is to come to earth to die for the sin of man. But he got to a point in his life at the garden of Gethsemane that Jesus became afraid of the cross. He was tempted to, to become afraid of the cross. And he went to God, asked God if the cup could be taken off him. But in the end, towards the end of his prayer, he asked God for only the will of God to be done. And he prayed that prayer three times, that God's will will be done. Until we begin to pray for God's will to be done in our life, our prayer may not become effective. Until we begin to ask the will of God, to prevail over our own self-wills, our prayer may not be effective. Until we begin to put the will of God first in our life, our prayer may not be effective. Because God will only back what His word backs. God will only back what correlates with His purpose. So if what I am asking from God is against the purpose of God for my life, I, I do not expect God to answer that prayer. I do not expect God to answer that prayer. So we need to understand this, that first of all, the first thing to do in life is to discover your purpose. In another podcast, I will be talking more about how to discover your purpose in life. How to find out what the purpose of God is for your life. You know, the greatest achievement any man or any woman can achieve in life is the discovery of the purpose of God for his life. Now, once you discover the purpose of God for your life, 50% of your prayers are answered. Why? Because before your purposes were formed, God already made provision for everything you need to fulfill the purpose. Before you were born, he knew who you are. Before you were born, before you start growing up, he knew who you are and he has purpose certain things for you. And for every purpose of God in the life of his children, provisions had already been made, even before the purpose was released. We saw that in the life of Jeremiah, God told him before he was formed, he knew him. There are so many people that God had made provision for before they were even born. You see that God has always been following the same principle. Before you were born, he made provision for you. Before Jesus was born, there was a foreigner that we announced him. God already made a provision. The first thing that God did was to make provision for the womb that will carry Jesus. God had made provision for everything that Jesus needed, including the, the camel that Jesus will ride into Jerusalem. That thing has been written even before Abraham was born. Before Abraham was born, God has proposed it. So many generations, even before your father met your mom, God already proposed what you are going to become in life. 
Now, when you discover that purpose, it's the greatest achievement you can achieve in life. Discovering the purpose of God for your life, discovering the purpose of God for your career, discovering the purpose of God for your marriage, who you should marry, where you should live, your, the location you should live, the, the, the career you should get into, the people you should partner with in business, the people that should stay with you. Once you discover those purposes, 50% of your life's prayers has already been answered. Why? Because for each purpose, provisions had already been made. Discovery is the greatest achievement that unlocks the key to open heavens over the purpose of God for your life. God will not give you a message that he cannot back. God will not send you on an errand that he cannot support you. The problem of so many people is that we've, we chase the wrong thing. The first thing you need to chase in life is the purpose of God for your life. There were many men of God who were called into the ministry. They did not wait to ask God what kind of ministry they were called into. Once they heard that they were called, maybe two or three prophets told them that they were called. They jumped straight to Bible school to go and study pastoral theology. Many of them were called to be ushers. Many of them were called to be singers. Many of them were called to be, to be broadcasters. Many of them were called to be just worship leaders. Many of them were called to be prophets, to be evangelists, to be apostles. But because they were not able to wait and discover what their real calling is, they assume that they are called to pastor a church or they are called into a particular ministry. And that makes life so stressful for them. And the devil will take advantage of the ignorance about the purpose of God for your life to afflict you. So many people are praying outside the purpose of God for their life. That is why prayers are not receiving answers. Every prayers that you pray within the purpose of God for your life receives automatic answer. So my encouragement to you today is to first of all, discover the purpose of God for your destiny. What is the blueprint of your life? What is the blueprint that God has laid for you? What is the footpath that God has made for you? Everybody have a landmark. What is your landmark? What is your divine mandate? Once you discover that divine mandate, 50% of your entire life's prayers has been answered. That is what makes your prayer effective. One thing that makes your prayer effective. That's number one. Now, in order for your prayer to be, to be heard by God, it must be prayed in faith. It must be prayed in consistency with God. Consistency with God's will and purposes for your life. You cannot use logics to fight spiritual battles. Even when it comes to spiritual warfare, in my work with God for some years now, when it comes to spiritual warfare, the first thing I do when somebody approaches me with a spiritual problem, the, the first thing I do as an intercessor is to go to God. Ask God, what is the battle plan? What is the source of this problem? What is, is this problem coming from this person's mistakes? Is this problem coming from his parent's mistake? Is it that the person is outside your purpose for his life and God will speak? There was a man I, that approached me for prayer and I was praying with him. And the Spirit of God ministered to me that this man was in serious problem. He was in serious, was in serious debt. Was in serious, his life was upside down. Nothing was working for him. And he's been like that for years. And when he came to church, we prayed. And right there, the Spirit of God spoke that he was owing somebody 
back in his home country. He was owing someone back in his home country. And in order for him to progress in life, he must go back to that person he was owing. Even though he did not have the money at present, he must go and make peace with that person he was owing. Which was very difficult for him because he sort of eloped out of the country because of the same debt. When the Spirit of God revealed this, he was surprised that God revealed this to me regarding his issue. And the point is that when you get to a level in your work with God, in your prayer, in your prayers, and God begin to reveal the cause of your problem to you, you already have your solution. All you need is obedience. So he left the country, went back to his home country, called his family members, met with a person, apologized to her and reconciled with her. And that was it. That was it. The next day, he got an offer. He got an employment. The next day. And that employment that he got, he never came back to, to, to Ghana. He started flourishing in, in his home, home country. And he was blessed and he was able to pay his debt. For years, he has been praying that God will help him pay his debt. But he was not aware that he needs to go back and reconcile first. The Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Many of us are praying amiss not because we are not born again. Many of us are praying amiss not because we are sinners. Many of us are praying amiss because we do not understand the mind of God for our life. We do not understand what God is saying regarding our case. I pray that God will give you revelation of himself and you will be aware of his will and his purpose for your life. Prayer must be done with an attitude of faith, with an attitude of total dependence on God. You cannot believe in your own, your own strength and expect God to intervene in your issue. Prayer must be done with total submission to divine will eh? because you may be praying for something that is going to destroy you. A lady was asking God for marriage. He was ask, she was asking God for marriage for a very long time. And God was not, it seems God was not answering her prayers. She became so discouraged. She, she became so perplexed and she wanted to withdraw from a commitment to God. So I approached her and I spoke words of encouragement to her, told her, listen, you have to uh, trust God. He's going to do it for you. And she listened. Now, in her home church, she's one of the Sunday school teachers, a Bible, Bible study teacher in a home church and this uh, home church they have a branch in Canada they have branches all over the countries and one of these days the headquarters sent few people to their branch for some sort of workshop and training out of which one of the, the teachers that were sent saw her and liked her and they connected in the Lord. And within the space of a uh, few weeks and few months, their love grew and the man went back to where he came from. Few weeks later, to cut the whole story short, she, they came together, did their engagement. It did not take time before the young man got promotion in his ministry and he was transferred from his home church to Canada. And before, because he was going to Canada, they have to rush their marriage. And then she ended up going to 
Canada with her husband. Now, she had a different purpose. She was praying for two things, praying for marriage, at the same time, praying for visa to Germany. And every time she, she applied for visa to Germany, she was denied because she was actually going to Germany to go and do house made job all she all a dream all a plan is that when i go, get to germany i will go and serve then so that i can make money and better the life of my family at home but god had a different purpose for her she ended up in canada as a married woman to a pastor of a church in canada so sometimes when we are busy blaming god for things that we did not receive we do not understand the bigger plans that he has for us i want to encourage you today i want to know that you are in the mind of god god is working for you when you find yourself in a situation where your prayers the answer to your prayers are being delayed you need to be patient and be persistent in your worship in your commitment to god in my conclusion today i want to speak into your life and i want to declare that heaven we open over your life in the precious name of Jesus Christ. I command open heavens over your prayer life. I command open heavens over your finances. I command open heavens over your prayer life. As you kneel down to pray, as you raise your voice to pray, heaven will listen. May God direct your mind, give you the spirit of knowledge and might, the spirit of power, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom to understand his purpose for your life, to understand his will for your life so that you will not pray amiss. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, I minister healing to your soul. Every disease that is ravaging your life, I cast them out in Jesus' name. Every debt, every, every attack of the night, I cast them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Every curses and jinxes, I break them in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree by the decree of heaven that heaven will pour down the rain of mercy over you and your prayers will receive strength to reach the heart of God. I pray for the impartation of the Holy Spirit and its leading over your life. It will lead your prayer life and it will make your life a dynamic one in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. God bless you in Jesus' name.